Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What is one thing you are working on at the moment? And you're probably thinking, Steph, I don't really know. I'm not working on anything. And this is absolutely okay. Welcome to the What's Eating You podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie, and I'm a psychologist, published author, and public speaker here to educate and validate. Enjoy the show. The whole purpose of this podcast is designed to educate, validate, and help you discover new things about yourself. So I put it out on my Instagram stories, what are you working on? And I'm curious to read them out on this podcast and give you some tips and tricks. So let's get into it. The first person said that I'm working on bettering my relationship with food and exercise. You are in the right place, girlfriend. What I would first encourage you to do is what would that look like for you? So for anyone who has something they're working on at the moment and you've written it down, what does that actually look like for you? I think the biggest reason people struggle to change or make lasting change is their idea of what it is is quite narrow So, or broad. Actually, it's broad. We want to make it narrow. When you're coming towards your bettering relationship with food and exercise, what does that look like? What does bettering your relationship with food actually mean? Does it mean that you're eating a range of food? Does it mean that you're no longer dieting? Does exercise mean that you're trying to stick to something consistent rather than going all in and not being all in? I can't wait to actually release my podcast form so you can give me more detail because the Instagram boxes are quite small and don't give a lot of detail. Now, to be honest, for a lot of these comments, you can get all this information on the internet. You can literally go to ChatGBT, you can type in Google and say, how do I improve my relationship with food and exercise? You know what? Let's actually do this right now. I'm going to go to a computer and say, how do I better my relationship with food and exercise? Okay, a lot of people have searched this, obviously. One, don't diet. Two, make regular meals a habit. Three, keep cravings out of sight. I don't agree with that. Four, seek support. Five, find healthy ways to manage stress. And six, get professional help. So it kind of tells you what to do, but it doesn't tell you how. 
So the point of the story is if there is something you're really wanting to work on, I would recommend getting coaching because the information's out there. And if you had the information, then what is the reason you're not sticking to it or discovering it? And the reason is accountability, structure, implementation, and having someone to guide you on the way, which is what I do in Food Freedom. So if you really want to improve your relationship with food and exercise, highly recommend whether it's someone else, whether it's me, whether it's a therapist, get someone to help you with this and hold you accountable. But super proud that you're working towards that. Well done. Number two, black and white thinking. Super proud of you for working on your black and white thinking. This is something definitely I have struggled with as well. If you have an eating disorder, disordered eating, if you've struggled with perfectionistic tendencies, if you have borderline personality disorder, if you have ADHD, if you were a human, basically if you're a human with a brain, you would have struggled with black and white thinking. If you go back to my episode on 10 thinking traps that keep you stuck, we go through the 10 thinking traps and black and white thinking is one of them. So this just means thinking in extremes. Things are either really good or things are either really bad or either you've failed or you've done really well. It's hard to see any kind of black or white. Or if someone does something bad, they're bad. They're all bad. We put them in the bad box. A key to overcoming black and white thinking is to notice when you're engaging in it. Step one, awareness. We know awareness precedes change. We love awareness on the podcast. So notice it. Maybe it's in your relationship with food. Maybe it's in your personal relationships. But first, identify the area that black and white thinking crops up. And if you say, oh, it's everywhere. Okay, just become aware of it when it happens. So for example, maybe you use it when you eat. So I ate really good today, but now I had an ice cream. I've eaten really bad and I might as well binge eat because the holiday's out the window. The second step is once you've identified it, I want you to challenge it. I want you to challenge your black and white thinking and say, okay, where's the evidence that this thought is true? Where is the evidence that I failed because I didn't complete all my work today? Where is the evidence that this person is bad just because they did one thing I didn't agree with? Where's the evidence for the thought? Where's the evidence against the thought? And then rewire the thought that was black and white. Number three, my health and fitness. That's what you're working on. Super proud of you. Again, what does working on that look like? Does that involve exercising more often? Does it involve eating more regularly? For some people, health and fitness is about just getting into a routine. For some people, it's about eating during the day. So many people skip meals or they don't eat properly or they rely on caffeine. The next one is psychology and the mental relationship with money. Ooh, this is a good one. I think relationship with money is something that's not really spoken about enough. Even just money in general, it's a very taboo topic. But again, I would reflect on what is your current relationship with money? Where did it come from? What's the problem? How did it originate? So for example, many people who grew up poor or who really grew up struggling may really struggle to spend money or may actually overspend because they never learned how to budget or they never learned to say no or they haven't learned appropriate boundaries with money. So I think it depends on the problem. Are you struggling to save? What does an improved version of your relationship with money look like? And slowly, again, get someone to help you get coaching, hold yourself accountable, have meetings with a friend every week and start to set small goals around your relationship with money. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Number five, trying to stay sane and productive whilst waiting from jobs to hear back. Yeah, this can be a tricky one. I think when you're looking for a new job, it can be really hard to be patient and stay sane because you're waiting for someone's evaluation of you, essentially. Did they like me? Did I do good enough? One thing I really like when it comes to jobs is don't act like you need them. Act like they need you more than you need them. Have an attitude that you are a worthy individual with lots of skills to offer. And when the right job comes along, it will. And believe that it's going to come along. Visualize what that dream job looks like. Visualize that email coming through. Visualize that phone call coming through and just accept that it's reasonable and okay to feel a bit nervous and apprehensive at this time, but you don't need to stay productive. I think people freak out if they're in between jobs or they're taking a gap year or whatever it is. I think people worry that they'll never get back into it again or having a break is going to make them lazy. I think when you're between jobs or if you're waiting to hear back from jobs, I think having a routine is really good. I don't necessarily think you have to be productive all the time, but yes, production does make us feel good. But a routine, get up at the same time every day, do your exercise, do your movement, eat your foods, see friends, just be mindful, etc. But I think it's definitely reasonable to feel a little bit um, yeah, uneasy at this time, but just remind yourself it's normal and it's okay to feel this way and that Whoever says yes to you is very lucky to have you working for them. And just remember that they want you. You bring value to the table. Right. Number six, learning that I'm not identified by my job or my looks. Exposure therapy of wearing less makeup. I love this because I am going through a bit of a makeup free journey myself. So I'm just trying to at least have one day a week where I don't wear makeup, it is hard because I'm on camera so much. Do you know what's really strange? Even when I was making a TikTok video, I'm like, why does my skin look so good? Surely like, there has to be a filter, but there, I, there was nothing. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's just the lighting. I haven't recorded in natural light in a while. And then I realized with the like right in the corner, there was this little filter called just a retouch. It was just a button and it was pressed and I never pressed it. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what a way to get dysmorphia about your image. You don't even know this filter's on and you think that you're suddenly beautiful and your skin is suddenly amazing. So that's why I, yeah, I I try to do lots of stories with no makeup on because I want to show you that you don't have to look perfect all the time and that people will treat you the same. And I did exposure at a really nice restaurant the other week and I didn't wear makeup and no one even noticed, no one cared. 
So just remember that people just get used to what we show them. So if you always show people yourself with no makeup on, that's just how they're going to think that you look. Whereas if you always wear a lot of makeup and then you don't wear makeup, there can be quite a big contrast. So I think it's good to let people see you more naturally. So then when you wear makeup, they're like, wow, did you do something different? You look so different. So yeah, super proud. I think you've nailed it here. You said, I'm working on not being identified by my looks and the way you're doing that is wearing less makeup. So this is a perfect example of something you're working on and how you are working on it and learning that I'm not identified by my job or my looks. So the exposure therapy is for the looks. And I think with the job, many people identify themselves in their job. I'm a psychologist. I'm a teacher. Like that's who I am. Yes, it's a big part of who you are and what you do. But who are you outside of that? Who were you before you became that thing? Interesting one. I love that. The next person said, myself, all of me. Totally get it. But I think to not overwhelm yourself, pick one thing at a time. So get a list of paper, write down all the things you you know you want to work on, but just be kind to yourself. Just because you think maybe you're not enough or you need to change so many aspects of yourself, you could be wrong. You could be fine. But I think just pick one thing. I usually love to pick one theme every month. So if you feel you've got a lot to work on, start with a different theme every month. Maybe this month it's health and wellness. Maybe next month it's not reacting. But again, I would recommend getting a coach, getting a therapist, whoever you vibe with, because it's a really great way to just get that second opinion on what's going on. Next is disengaging from emotionally immature people. And they've actually sent me a picture of a book, which is cool. I didn't know you could reply to stories with books. But this is a great example of how to do the work. So an example is get a book, right? One thing I want to work on is being able to understand people better and read people better. So I'm reading a book at night. No pressure on myself. I'm not like, oh, I have to read this book in 30 days. My goal is I just want to read before bed. And if one page is all I feel like reading, that's fine. If I read 20 pages, that's great. But I've replaced late night scrolling with reading and it's really working for me. So the book is a great way to meet that need. And the last comment that's come through for today is I want to work on my rage cycles and anxiety. Heading to my GP today as it was suggested by my counsellor. So fantastic that you've got a counsellor. Fantastic that you're seeking professional help for these concerns. I definitely think if you want to work on anxiety and anger, the first key is to write it down. When you feel really angry, when you feel super anxious, write it down. What am I feeling? What am I thinking? What was the trigger? I call this a thought audit and I talk about it in my Mindset Reset 30-Day Challenge. So if you're someone who wants to work with your mindset, highly recommend that online course. And then there's also Unchain Your Brain, Overcome Anxiety. That one is great for anxiety, teaches you how to identify unhelpful thoughts, how to regulate your nervous system, and you have access to it for life. But at the end of the day, I'm really impressed with how many people responded to this story. I think sometimes it can be a little bit intimidating or a little bit uh, scary responding to this story, but the responses just show a lot of self-awareness that people really want to improve and work on their life. And I think that is such an amazing thing. It doesn't mean that you're not good enough. It doesn't mean that you don't accept yourself. I think self-love is always about evolving the version of yourself that 
you want to be and learning more. There's nothing wrong with learning more. So what about me? What am I currently working on? As mentioned, I am working on reading people and understanding people a little bit better, thoughts, emotions, etc. And I'm doing that through a book. The other thing I'm working on is not late night scrolling, which I'm doing that by putting my phone away from my bed so I can't turn my alarm off in the morning. I have strict rules of no screen time at a certain time. I'm scheduling my Instagram posts so I'm not frantically trying to organize them late at night and I'm not trying to organize them during the day and this is saving me so much time throughout the day. It's been amazing. And what else? It sounds like a lot but it's really not. And waking up earlier. So what I do now is the night before I make a plan for the next day. Remember, your night starts with your night before. Your day starts with your night before. So the night before, you need to say to yourself, how am I going to have a successful day tomorrow? What does that look like? So for me, I'll give you an example. I will open up my calendar and I'll say, oh, what do I have tomorrow? Okay, I have a meeting at 10 a.m. and I have a meeting at 11 a.m., So what that means is I'll get up early, I'll train, I'll do my social media posts, and then I think I will put in some ADHD report writing in here. I'm going to schedule that right now while you're here, report writing, because remember, if it's not scheduled, it doesn't get done. So if you have ADHD or if you're wanting to be more productive with your time, schedule everything in. What gets scheduled gets done. And as I look at my calendar, I think, oh, I'm wrapping up quite early tomorrow, but is it anything urgent? And then I go back to my 90-day blueprint. So if you go back, back, back to the podcast I released on the 1st of January about setting up your month for success, I'll say, okay, is it anything on the ultimate January list that I haven't done yet? And it's always that one thing I'm always putting off. So I will keep that list on my desk and I keep it in front of me. So if you're someone who gets lost, if you don't know how to be productive, Keep a list always on your desk and just always add to that list. Like, oh, I got to order this. Oh, I got to cancel this subscription. I have to do that. All those things that sort of come up, come up, come up, write them down. So the minute you have free time, you can start to unpack that and address that. I hope this episode has been useful. I really love responding to your Instagram stories in this format. I feel it just gives me so much more space and time and energy to be able to do it in this way and I will work on the form which I'll put in the show notes as soon as it's released where you can submit a story you can submit more detail you can submit any type of interesting thing that you want me to speak about but in summary what you want to take away from today is always be working on yourself pick an area and figure out what would that look like if this area of my life was the way I wanted it to be what would I change Remember, this isn't about saying that your current life isn't great. It's great. We're grateful. All of that. We just want to know how we can enhance it. Number two, is there someone who I can get for accountability or support, such as a coach, a mentor, whatever that might be? And then number three, try to track your progress. What we measure, we can manage. Write it down. Write down what those negative thoughts are and in a month, revisit them. And of course, if you enjoyed this or if you have a request for the podcast, let me know. I appreciate you so much. Have the best day and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I am truly grateful for you being here. If you got something out of today's show, 
please take a moment to leave a rating or review. To access more resources or support, check out the show notes below. See you next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.